Not into it. Ah, it is the crunchy kind of snow, though. That's fun. Or at least was when I was a child. Damn it. In the snow, it falls in your car. Eh. And the fingers are useless in gloves. Welcome to Jeff Clean's snow off of his car. I used to love snow. And I remember telling myself, oh no, I wasn't going to be one of those adults that hates snow. Then I lost my favorite car I've ever owned to a snow-related car accident. And I mean, I stopped liking snow before that, though. It was, uh... Around the time when I started commuting 45 minutes every freaking day. Up and down hills both ways. And I started to really detest snow. Um, you may wonder why I started the recording so early. Uh, it's mostly because um, I'm curious to test if my recording application is working again. Um, I think I might have pinpointed a conflict that was if the voice memo app and the podcast app are both open, uh, the iPhone can't decide which one is using the headset, and that was causing the error. Um, I think that is what it was, so we're going to test that a little bit while I clean snow off my car. I used to not clean snow off my car at all because I thought it was fun to watch the snow melt while I drove and I'm an idiot, apparently. Because while it is fun to watch the snow melt, you also can't see for the first like 10 minutes of your trip. Or I would clean like just uh, like a softball sized hole out so I could watch the rest of it melt because I was slightly less of an idiot. But still a giant goddamn idiot. But now I clean off my whole car. And my roof. So I'm a responsible motorist. leave work early to drive up to freaking Williamsport on Friday for a final that I'm required to be at even though I'm a distance learning student because that's bullshit 
whatever. I'm paying them to give me this bullshit, so such is the system, I suppose. But what that means for all of you is uh, you're going to get a 45-minute episode again on Friday as I drive home from the Williamsport from my last final of the semester. And I'm sure I will have all kinds of thoughts and feelings on school and group projects and reminiscing about AdTrack 360, I'm sure, because I forgot to turn my keys in when I quit there. So I'm going to do that on Friday also. Alright. My car is a, the car of a responsible motorist now. Ugh. And we'll see if any of this recorded. And then I'll go into what I actually want to talk about today. Goddamn hate winter now. When you actually have to go out in this bullshit. You can't just look at it from inside. Not doing your homework. Because you don't think you're going to have school tomorrow. Or fucking snow everywhere. God damn it. Or when you go out. With your dad to build snow forts. <sighs> Alrighty. Hey, cool. Looks like we're still recording. Five minutes of that. I apologize, guys. Oh. Jesus. At least the roads look alright. You're not going to hear me get into a car accident. I feel, I have like a sneaking suspicion that's going to be the last episode of this podcast. Is, uh, me getting in a, in a car accident. Because, you know, I was, I used to consider myself a stellar driver. Absolutely stellar. Great at it. And then these last few uh, years, I've just gotten, I ran a red light and hit a truck. I hit somebody for driving too fast in the snow, even though I was going like 30 miles an hour, but whatever. Oh, okay, road's still a little slippery. Ugh. So now I don't consider myself a stellar driver anymore. I consider myself a... Driver attempting to drive better. Also, the fact that I had to go take a test to uh, make sure I maintained having my license also tells me that I'm not a stellar driver. Get out of the road, birds. No, birds, I don't want to hit you. Get out of here. Stupid birds. <sighs> so, yeah. Um been adding a lot more things to my list of th- stuff I want to talk about, so that's cool. Uh, hopefully I'll have a lot less of, a lot, le- lot less episodes where I'm just, uh, mm, uh, um, just twiddling my thumbs, metaphorically. 
Because I'm driving, damn it, I can't be twiddling my thumbs. Thumb twiddling can wait. Don't twiddle and drive, guys. You don't want to end up being on a commercial talking about how you ran over a four-year-old because you just had to twiddle your thumbs. Guys, I... I think I'm falling in with a good crowd. I, uh... Went to a second party now at a new friend of mine and co-workers and on paper the bullet points that are this group of friends it doesn't sound like uh, Aislinn and I would get along oh I made a decision on the my wife, my partner thing. Um, I definitely want to refer to my wife as my partner, but uh, I found that I was shoehorning it in a lot, which made it seem unnatural. So I'm just going to refer to my wife by her name, because I think that's more respectful, even, uh, <laughs> even more respectful than using my partner. So Aislinn, and I'm just going to stop... Uh, Assuming that people don't know what I'm talking about when I say Aislinn. She's my partner, my wife, what have you. Um, my Aislinn. If you don't understand, go back and listen to some of the older episodes. I talk about her a lot. Because she's pretty great. Anyway. So the, this group of friends that we're kind of falling into through work and... Uh, and I, I mean, I've, they've been in my periphery for a long time, just as uh, when I was into YouTube and through podcasting and just friends of friends and acquaintances and whatnot. But I'm, we're kind of falling in with them due to just me having so much more exposure and my just general disposition to making friends out of friendly people. And, uh, the bullet points of these, of this group of friends, it doesn't seem like Ace and I would get along with them. Um, very wholesome, so to say. Not a lot of, uh, most majoritively, uh, Christian, uh, they, there's not a lot of, like, I don't know, it doesn't have... I've fallen into kind of a very... In the most marketing sense... and the most marketing sense of the word... Uh, punk rock group of people... Over the last few years... And, uh... How did I put it? These people seem like people my mom would approve of. Which... You know... Even though my mom loves all of my friends... Um, even the ones that she disagrees with most ideologically, um, looking at you, Mike Carpenter, she, but these, these are like, if you could take my mother when I was like 12 and 
have her come into the future and pick out a group of people for me to be friends with when I'm 27, this is the group of people she would have picked out. And the thing is, guys, I'm digging it. Like, I'm genuinely loving hanging out with these people. And it's weird because, I mean, obviously I don't bring up my whole atheism thing because I don't want to get evil-eyed out of the room. But... And I know for a fact even particularly some of these people will be listening to this, that uh, no, uh, that a lot of them are super tolerant and have other atheist friends, and I'm generalizing. I know that, guys. I know that. But this is a podcast. I'm being entertaining. Deal with it. <laughs> oh, God. Ice on the windshield wipers. Yeah. But I went to a party on Saturday... And it won. It was dry, which is what I don't need. The the last time I was to a dry party, I think I was 17, still in high school. Like, weird. Um, Nothing wrong with that. There was a lot of great food, and everyone was super friendly. Although, like, within 10 minutes of me being there... Someone looked at me and they're just like, who are you? <laughs> and how how are you here? And I was like, I, or, how are you here was generally the uh, question. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, I'm a co-worker of the host. That And then, then they were perfectly cool to me the rest of the time, but that was an oddly confrontational way to begin the evening. Who are you and why are you here? Uh, I was invited. I'm sorry. Okay. But, whatever. (laughs) There was a lot of good food and there was like a secret Santa, which I'm kind of, I don't know, I've got an, an anxiety about the whole concept of Secret Santas. Fortunately, it was one of those, everybody puts the presents in the middle of the room and then they draw numbers and you pick out presents and, you know, then you can steal presents from one another and it's a game and that's fun. Like, that I'm not really too opposed to because that's a fun game and everybody gets presents. But the Secret Santa where you, like, you get a name out of a hat and then you got to figure out what the fuck to get this person that you barely know for like $10 or less and you're just like well shit $10 gift card it is and um because I and I mean I guess it would help if uh say maybe next Christmas season uh when I am obviously still at this job because goddamn I want to still be at this job um which is rare for me to be able to say that I want to still be at a job in a year. I mean, unless, you know, uh, Gabe Newell calls me and is like, Jeff, we've seen your web design and we think Steam needs you right now. Then maybe I won't be at uh, my current job next year. But pending, like, 
the biggest of miracles and my just my never thought it was going to happen dream job just being handed to me I think I'm still going to be there in a year because I love the hell out of my new job and I'm really enjoying the people there (laughs) Uh, but I could see being able to pull off the Secret Santa concept because I know I will hopefully know the people fairly well there within a year but uh, the the concept of a Secret Santa at pretty much any other job I've been at where I only barely know the people um, it just gives me anxiety and it just is like ugh yeah also, I don't like being sh- uh, shoehorned into a religious uh, ce- uh, celebration. But I'm actively attempting to not be such a curmudgeon. And like, hey, if people want to do it, fine, that's cool. If they, if they would really like me to participate, awesome. Ah, shit. There's a, there's a cook-off today, and you need to have a dollar to participate. And I just, just remembered. And I have zero cash. Well, good thing I packed a lunch. I will just get to forlornly look at all the delicious food. Shit. Oh well. That's my bad. But yeah, listeners, I'm falling in with a good crowd. These guys are cool. And uh, in a way that I didn't expect... Uh, people who maintained Christianity at this age (laughs) to be cool. And it's not a change in my mind at all. (laughs) Anytime soon. Mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry. But it's definitely softening me to the word Christian again. Where there's definitely been a period over the last few years where the adjective there's one of them damn fake police cars the adjective Christian would immediately sour me to a person an event especially an event oh shit there was an event at my parents church last night I intended to take my daughter it was snowing a lot that's That's a good enough excuse. Mom, if you're listening, that's totally the reason we didn't go. I didn't forget. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, well. Again, that's my bad. Change that to the title of this show. It's my bad. Anyway. But yeah, like, if an event was labeled as a Christian gathering or a business was like the Christian insurance salesman or someone like if someone chooses part of their identity to be Christian like if if you have 140 characters to describe yourself if Christian and blessed are in there I'm probably not going to get along with you or choose to hang out with you outside of a work or education setting. Sorry, you're probably a good person, but you're probably not my type. 
But I, I'm lightening up on that, I find, as I've had an influx mm. of people who actively consider themselves Christian, who are non-judgmental and open-minded and funny and just mm. pleasant. These, these pleasant, open-minded uh, Christians that I'm running with right now are kind of re-helping me, because I never held anything against Christian, but I just kind of steered clear of it. I was like, oh, that's you. Awesome. We're probably not going to be the best of friends. But honestly, now I'm finding myself... It's, and it's part of... something I've kind of realized about myself and I'm actively attempting to grow up a little. And, you know, it's part of the not saying the word retard anymore. Um, not using the word gay as an adjective for anything other than homosexual. Not using hate speech ironically. Um, it's... Because, I mean, guaranteed, there's a, there's a humor. I can see the humor in using hate speech with your friends when literally all of you know that there isn't a drop of hate in your heart. But, uh, I don't need that. There are plenty of words in the English language for me to be funny with. I don't need to use hate words, ironically, to get a laugh anymore and it's just it's part of my part of my recent persona is trying to like actively be a grown up and that doesn't mean I'm not going to say the word fuck anymore or anything like that I can say whatever I goddamn want I'm just changing what it is I want to say Yeah. And cutting out and like starting to refer to Aislinn as my partner. That's something that I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think more of the meaning of the words that come out of my face. I'm trying to give the language I use the weight it deserves. And, um, yeah, and that, and that means not saying the word... I'm not using the word bitch to refer to a woman because while it's become so uh, in just part of the uh, is everyone says bitch you're bitching what what a bitch it's it's a pretty uh, tame swear word but it's also just referring to a woman as a as a dog as a lesser being, um, I can get why it's, it's hateful. It's gender specific and hateful. And if you, and you're like, guys, I call, I call my guy friends a bitch all the time. Yeah. You're calling your man friend a bitch to one infer weakness because he is a woman 
which then in, in, which then refers to women an entire gender as weak. So fuck you. And then you're also referring to him as a bitch, a dog, lesser than human. Just fuck fuck you. And it's it's the meaning of these words. I also don't think the people who get super offended about words are right. I don't think that. I like the people who get angry when you use these words. I'm not I'm not changing. I'm not growing up for them. I'm growing up for the people who hurt in their heart when they hear these words. I'm an adult. I don't need to accidentally ruin someone's day with a flippant word choice. And again, I'm not limiting what I can say. I'm limiting what I want to say. And uh, that's really the differ- all the difference in the world. I'm not censoring myself. I'm choosing to use my words more intelligently like an adult would. Because I'm 27. I've got a child. I have a life partner that I love very much. I don't need to go calling people faggots. That's not that's not something that those someone who refers to someone as a faggot for fun for because it's hilarious is not the same person that is a 27-year-old adult with a 4-year-old daughter. Um, she's turning four a week from today. And a life partner he loves very much. They're not the same person. Ugh. So, yeah. I'm growing up, guys. I'm trying not to be a crank. trying not to be a curmudgeon. And get really upset uh, over the littlest of things and being mean. I'm trying to not be mean. And that also, I'm losing a power I used to have. Or I've lost a power I used to have that I plan to get back. And that is, I used to be the most wholesome, nicest of... I was a good boy. And the power you have as a good boy, as a wholesome nice guy is the power to get angry. When I'm super stressed and just fucking a ball of anxiety, if I freak out a little, everyone's like, ah, Jeff's going off again. But when I was in high school and just a good kid, if I were to fucking lay into somebody, if I were to get mad at someone, it was an event. People were in awe. They're like, holy shit. Holy shit. Who did what to Jeff? Whoa. What the fuck? I'd like that power again. I'd like to not be the guy who yells or is super stressed out or gets angry at the drop of the hat. I want to be that guy that when I'm angry, people are like, we had better knock the fuck off whatever did 
to make him this way because he's literally never angry like this. I want that power again. Tough to see the lines in the parking spots. All right. Oh, fucking... Got three hours of sleep last night. Staying up, finishing one of my final projects. So, one down. (laughs) One... uh, See... Another final project to go, uh, final take-home exam to go, and whatever the fuck's going on with my group project. Um, gotta present it Friday. I have no fucking clue where it is. So, <laughs> Falling in with a good crowd, guys. What am I coming to? I'm growing up. Falling in with a good crowd. Jesus. I'm still going to say the F word. 